medicine properly. I'm actually sitting at a Starbucks right now. <laughs> You're joking. All right, so listen, you create you create a lot of engaging content and I and I find your blogging insightful and very relevant. How did Be Cool Media come about? Be Cool Media, I started in the year 2016, right? Okay. Um, okay, so let me start the back story. So I used to write um, for Hype Magazine, right? And Music Industry Online. Um, I did that from like 2011 until the end of 2014, right? And literally, I just hit them up. I emailed them. I was like, listen, I like writing. I'm in the industry. I want to get to know people more. I want to um, review like albums and like whatever artists are doing. Um, you know, are you are you interested in like hiring anyone? And I honestly didn't think anyone would, re- would reply, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a lady named Simone, who was the editor of Hype Magazine at the time, she replied and she's like, yay, look, if you're looking to like uh, be able to do freelance for us, um, that would be cool. And I was like, okay, cool, no problem. And I did this for like no pay at all, but because like I have a passion for writing and I just wanted to like start somewhere, you know? Um, And I was like, that's cool, I'll do it. So literally I had to like, get in contact with like celebrities and stuff and then like do like um articles on them you know and then i also worked with a guy called um fred mercury um and then in the year 2015 december because fred had already taken over as editor over simone you know what i just decided i was like okay i've done i've done this for a while let me start my own blog right um literally i just took a leap of faith (laughs) Because, yes, I had made contacts, but then I was like, okay, since I'm starting my own thing, are, like, people in the industry going to give me the same um, attention as when I say I'm Bridget from Hype, you know, Mm. compared to when I say I'm Bridget from Be Cool. So um, I was like, you know what, let me just do this. So I started, um, my first my first feature was uh, with a friend of mine. We're now actually friends. She's a dancer. Her name is Nembata. I don't know if you know her. Yes, I'm very um, aware. Yes, she was my first feature. I was like, please, brah, like, I just want to, like, um, shine the light on, like, whether you're known or not known, it's not a problem, you know? And she was also, like... Um, still bubbling under and stuff although she was already like making waves and stuff so she's like yeah sure so I featured her she was the first one Um, and I can tell you that ever since then from 2016 until now I honestly didn't think it would blow up (laughs) this much like to be honest Um, yeah and that's how the blog came about that's how I started and to be honest I was just starting for fun literally it was like I'm just doing this for fun and now it's like a serious thing (laughs) Like well, I guess, like a yeah, I mean, well, I guess it, it says a lot about your content and just about your quality of writing. And just so we're talking yeah. about writing, tell me about your writing process. I, I mean, is there a certain way that you approach things? Um, how, how do you go about this? Um, I think, yes. Okay, so on my blog, my writing is very, like, chilled. You know, it's not, like, too formal and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I, I started this to be able to do things my way as well, you know? Um, so it, it it depends who I'm featuring. Like, so I think, for example, like if I'm featuring like a very high profile, like um, celebrity or artist or creative or whatever, 
mm-hmm. then it will set the tone for how I'm going to interview them. So, so I, I would say it, it, it fluctuates, eh? but in general, the writing is very, it's very chilled. It's very like, I don't, I don't focus too much on serious things. I don't focus on gossip or like what they're doing in like their private lives or what's been trending and whatever. No, <laughs> I want to focus on like the positive stuff and the, the, the like amazing stuff that people are doing in their career, you know? But do you also um, think that, but do you also think that um, maybe that has to do a lot with your relationship with certain individuals? Um, for you to get certain insights on them? Um, I think so, yes. I think the relationship does have something to do with it, definitely. Okay. Um, I think, I mean, if I don't know someone, then that's a bit different, you know? Like, Mm. I obviously, like, proceed with a bit of caution and get to know them first and do my research. But if it's, like, someone I do have a relationship, like, for example, let's say I hit up, like, a Ricky Rick who I do have a relationship with, it's going to be like way more easier, way more chill, you know, those, those, those kind of vibes. Yeah. So yeah, it does depend on the relationship. Yeah. I know blogging is a lot of things. And I've always thought that um, I, I, I've never, I've never gone out my way to go read a blog and for me yeah. to find out about your blog. And I found that yours were very, very insightful. And like you said, you never really go for gossip and everything. And I think that's a, there's a very thin line between what the interviewee is giving you and what yes. gossip there is. And yes. I think you really draw that line. Now, tell me what, now, talking about, you said around from 20, started in 2016 and yeah. you, until 2021. I'm, I'm assuming you always have to find a way to reinvent your, your, your writing process. Yes. And yeah. I, and, the, and I think I need you to describe the type of methods you, you approach. How do you, how do you attract new readers into your blog? And I think that's very important because there's no way somebody yeah. from 2016, um, you can't really stick to that same audience. You always have to gradually grow your audience grow, to not yeah. only grow, you know, not only grow the blog, but just also grow yourself as a PR officer. Yeah. Mm. Um, sure. I think to be honest, I, this is going to sound cliche, but just, you know that saying where they say, just be yourself. Um, yeah. I think it's like cliche for a reason because it's true. So I, I apply that when it comes to my, to my writing methods as well. Like I don't try and like write like a freaking Shakespeare or write like uh, someone who writes for like a double XL, like, mm. you know, or someone who writes for, um, I don't know, as Kipani or something, you know? Um, yeah. I literally always, like, stay true to the way that I write. And that's what I've always done. And the, the thing is, I'm not, lo- I'm not looking at what other people are doing, you know? Like, my whole thing is tunnel vision and just to keep doing what I do, you know? Mm. As for, like, me attracting, like, a pe- more people to my blog and whatever, to be honest, like, as I said, I started this as, like, something I did for fun, right? But I think getting it onto all the different social media platforms <clears throat> obviously like gained a lot of traction when it comes to like different readers and more followers and stuff because um, I don't just do interviews. I also like cover events. Um, I'll have like Twitter views sometimes, you know. Um, I'll put up like any like breaking info that's happening in the industry. So it's, it's, it's like 
it's like a whole layer of things that I do, you know? So I think that has helped, to be honest. Um, I think social media has like really, really helped when it comes to like helping me gain more traction. Yeah, that's, that's what I would say. But do you think credibility, I mean, now, because you just told me about covering events and everything, do you think credibility, credibility also speaks volume here? How social media has given you more traction? But in many yeah. ways that like, you know, how people can give you fake news or just something substantially yeah. different. So how do you, yeah. how do you, how do you remain credible, but also just in a very social, in a, in a, in a media space that is also where fake news is easily encouraged? Yeah. To be honest, like I said, I'm not for the, the gossip or like what's trending and stuff. And I know when something is fake. <laughs> like your gut just tells me. Like <laughs> yeah, I think I've been in this I think I've been in this industry long enough to know when I am like, uh uh-uh, here there's something mm. wrong. You know? Yeah. Um and obviously like before I post stuff, I always double check um if this is credible, if it is true, if it's like does it does it align with what my blog is all about, you know, all those mm-hmm. various factors. Um but yeah, I think like checking credibility is a very important thing because these days people just post it like without even like checking. Like even like major news publications, you'll find them just like tweeting stuff that they're not even hundred percent sure about. Absolutely. Then a nice five hundred. Then a nice five hundred thousand rand comes out your way. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a writer, so I just, like, I know that, you know, I must always, like, check stuff first, and you know when something is trash, to be honest, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, if something is too good to be true, you know that it is too good to be true, you know? Is there any way that you, because you, you spoke about your writing style, and you spoke about authenticity, yeah. and that's how people kind of relate to you from a one-on-one you know from a one-on-one basis because it kind of makes you feel like okay fine i know this is bridget speaking to me through her writing style yeah but surely there has to be are there any ways you feel that as bridget i still need to improve my content um yeah sure definitely um there's always room for improvement and i've always felt like um eventually i might like start doing like more videos and visual stuff on my blog right because Why? i actually started it i actually started it like i was like i'm just gonna write nothing more i'm just gonna put up my interviews and oh and the other thing is i never like show my face that's like another thing like i was like this is this is a product that i'm going to put out there and i don't want it to be centered around me it must be centered around like the people that i want to showcase you know yeah um so yeah i think eventually um i will like go into like different different like types of methods when i have enough time (laughs) because listen (laughs) my life is a lot (laughs) and blogging like requires like so much work people think it's like so simple they think ah you just pose you know that time it's like so time consuming you know um and i have like so many other things going on in my life but yes i think i will go into like maybe like the visual route soon maybe i will try and um maybe do interviews differently and like have the person's face showing not mine you'll hear my voice yes but you won't see my face (laughs) you know things like that um i don't know I, i don't know i still have to think about it hey but i do have a plan 
for the blog to keep going as, as much as I can still keep it going for as many years as possible. And who knows, maybe things will get even bigger and better, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Talking about other things happening in your life, um, there's also obviously YFM. And mm-hmm. in, in many ways, I think you're like the backbone. You're like, you've, in many, I think you're a backbone. You probably just don't see it. Um, what is a typical day like for you at YFM? Because, you know, a lot of people would think at YFM it could be, you know, all fun and games and, and this. But I, I'd, I'd assume there's so much happening behind the scenes to keep it afloat. Yo, there is a lot. Trust mm. me. <laughs> Um, Yes, I I am part of the team that is the backbone because I work behind the scenes. Um, I'm in PR um, at YFM. I'm the PR manager. Um, It is a lot. Yo, dude, we don't sleep. Like, (laughs) we literally do not sleep, to be honest. But I love it so much. Like, it doesn't even feel like a job. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah. It's my other passion, you know? So, um, but... Yo, the work is, 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 is not for the faint-hearted, let me put it that way. Not at all. People think, oh my gosh, when you work in this industry, it's, y'all have like parties. But why do, why do like, people think that way? Dude, like I don't understand. And I always say, I'm like, bruh, if we can swap lives, ne? <laughs> you would cry. Because <laughs> you will literally have to attend. And people think we're having fun and stuff at events. Okay, yes, sometimes you do have fun, but literally 80% of the time you're working like and you just want to sleep to be honest like you just want to be in bed and sleep um but like I said it's it's I think it's the love and the passion for it that that keeps me going Mm. um it's a lot of work but sometimes it differs you know sometimes it'll be a lot of work sometimes it'll be a bit chilled you know sometimes you have to come up with new ways to do stuff especially during like COVID yeah um but yeah, um, being the backbone is it's 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 it takes a lot of um, teamwork because it's not just me; it's a, a whole lot of people, you know, mm. in the in the station that make that make it run smoothly. Like behind the scenes, there's so many departments that are involved, you know. Yeah, you're basically working on the clock. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you I are. think um, just just you know just staying on the ground and interacting with individuals that could easily be potential stakeholders. I would assume that you go to like a lot of events and anybody yeah. you meet could be a potential stakeholder. It could be the cleaner to the boss, to the, to whatever the case is, that is a yeah. potential stakeholder. How do you go about finding relevant contacts and contacts and sources for, for yourself? Um, that is so true. What you just mentioned. Um, that's why you must always be nice. And you must always be kind to people because you never know. <laughs> monkey who could like, exactly you know just be a nice human being um but i think how i like uh, maneuver that or like navigate like the right um people or, or spaces to be in is firstly i have like i said i've been in this industry this is my 10th year in this industry okay um so i already know which um, events and stuff that I want to align myself with and I, I have an idea already before I go there who's going to be involved um, and if obviously if it piques interest for me then I will definitely show up um, I mean I go to events via my blog via YFM like it's a lot and I actually turn down a lot of invites now because I'm at the point where 
I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick specific ones that I'd like to attend that I know will help to, you know, grow me as a person in the industry, um, grow um, my, my resume or my brand or whatever you want to call it as well, you know, and help me. Yeah. Sorry, you're saying? Sorry, Bridget, but how do you distinguish that? How do you, how do you know that, listen, this, this is of quality to my, to not just me, but to my brand and to my, to my blog and so on. How do you actually distinguish that? Okay. This is, what I need to interact with. I think you have to know yourself first and know like what you're working toward towards, you know. Um sorry. And I think that will give you already like a direction into like where you want to go. Like for example, like I don't know, let me make like a, a, a stupid example. I mean if if you want to be in the coffee industry, I'm saying this because I'm sitting at Starbucks. If you want to be in the coffee industry, obviously, like when Nescafe has like events and stuff, you should be there so that you can be seen and you know go there and like network and like mingle with the people that are there. You never know who you're going to meet. Maybe the CEO of Nescafe Africa, maybe the the brand manager, the marketing manager, you know stuff like that. So it begins with you knowing yourself who you are right now and where you want to go. And that's, that's when alignment comes into the, into the picture, you know? Um, I mean, you obviously like I get invites, I'll see them. I'll be like, okay, this looks like a cool one. Um, sometimes you can even already like forecast who's going to be there. The kind of people that are going to be attending the, are they the caliber of people that you want to um, be chilling with or be, you know, talking to starting a conversation with like, for example, maybe like, cause I also love music like with all of my heart. So if I get like invites to like music events or whatever, I know I'm going to bump into probably like record label owners, um, you know, um, artist managers, um, not just the musician themselves, you know, maybe, maybe I'll possibly even get like hook up to like a link to their song before it's like taken out there into the public, you know, the, gate, the maybe, gatekeepers. The gatekeepers. Exactly, exactly, the gatekeepers. And then that'll, somehow, luckily I'll be the first one to drop it, you know? And I'll be yeah. like, hey guys, this is the new song by whoever. Um, like, for example, like by Kamumpela right now, she's like one of the hardest things, but I've got like exclusive, blah, blah, blah. Even though these days, it's a bit tricky to do exclusive stuff because honestly, like things leak so quickly these days, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's all about like, knowing your vision that that helps you align with like the type of people and spaces that you want to be around i would say i think uh i think that also in many ways bridget that also requires a good personality and a good way of knowing how to interact with people because you can yeah. you know the, the, you can be a very loud mouth and you know you know you can talk you can talk and talk a lot of nonsense but if you don't know how yes. to engage properly yeah and i think that's obviously something that you have learned over time yeah it's definitely something i have learned over time but naturally as a person <laughs> i've always like been like a people's person i've always been and i don't mean to i don't mean i don't i don't mean to sound like i've always out in the streets but <laughs> yeah um i've always been interested in going out there and seeing what's going on you know um, in the industry, I've always been that person because I've always, I've always known where where I wanted to 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 have a career mm. since I was young, um, and I've 
my parents told me I talk a lot. I'm, I'm that, I was always that kid, you know. Um, I was always different, um, loud. I knew things before people knew them. You know what I mean? Like, I knew all, like, you can tell me about someone and then I'll tell you, like, the most random, like, topic about them. I'll be like, oh, did you know that Lil Wayne, like, has, like, 15 kids and these are, like, his baby mamas and I'll name all of them because I'm just that person. Like, I do my research. Um, it, it comes naturally. So when... When you, when you say that, yes, you have to be a people's person, that's right. And you need to know how to communicate with people because trust me, there are people out there that are rude. People mm. who won't even take you seriously. Most You'll people. be out here. Yep, most people. You'll be out here introducing yourself. They'll just keep walking along like they didn't even see anyone. Um, yeah, or they'll pretend like they're interested in you. And then when their friends come, it's, bye, Bridget, I don't know you anymore. Yeah, they that's won't the, even like, that's the they cold. won't even like, call you. Yeah, I think that's the cold reality of Johannesburg. But I mean, just talking about you, I think, um, yes, you're loud, but you also seem very insightful and relentless because I think that's one thing people need. But just outside of engaging with stakeholders, um, as a PR officer, I think there's always, there's always a way where you always have to, you know, clean up the mess. Has there, any be, has there ever been a, a time where you had to manage negative media attention? Because I'm pretty sure there's been times at YFM where, I don't know, like a, a certain publication comes out and then you're going to have to talk to st- certain stakeholders or publications. Yeah. I mean, I'm cleaning up the mess. Has there been a time where you have to, you've had to do, uh, do that? Um, look, I'm not going to go deep into this. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why um, you're giggling? <laughs> But I mean, it comes with the territory, to be honest. You must always be ready for anything. Yeah. Um, and crisis management is a part of PR. Mm-hmm. Um, so me personally, have I worked with something? Yeah, I have. But um, I mean, it wasn't that crazy, but we have had like, you know, like um, times when something had to be, I wouldn't say cleaned up, but just, I don't know, um, maybe the, the, it was received the wrong way or it was sent out the wrong way and um, we had to like take over and, you know, deal with it. And that, 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 that's the stuff that comes with PR, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not always going to be good and happy things, you know? Um, but, like, but like I say, like if it's publicity, a hey, dude, it's publicity at the end of the day. You can you can you can spin it in a way to make it um, work for for you or whoever's being represented. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, unless it's like really really bad, <laughs> like really <laughs> bad, then that's like a different story. You'll have to approach it in a very like you'll have to like look at the options you know that you can take. But yeah, I mean. There's, honestly, it hasn't been a lot of those, to be honest, and I'm grateful for that because I work with amazing people who take their jobs seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they don't want to mess up. So, to be honest, like, literally, like, 95% of the time, I don't have, we, like, we don't have problems. Yeah, because, so, I mean, at the, like, yeah. thank, you, thank you for pointing that out because at the end of the day, it's not only just on the organization, but it's also about yes. you as a PR manager. If you exactly. go into a different organization, I'm assuming, they'll know her, oh my God, Bridget didn't do this well. So I guess, like you said, there's a lot of work behind it. Yeah, there is. Hectic. I know you're at Starbucks and um, I don't want to take your time because your coffee will get cold <sighs> and I don't want to mess that up. 
So um, you and the Starbucks family, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure. And thank you as well. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. When I saw your inbox, I'm like, me? Me? You want to help me? <laughs> like, 